become death, the destroyer of worlds. We all go a little mad sometimes. The Antichrist. You got me in a vendetta kind of mood. Bigfoot is blurry. That's the problem. It's not the photographer's fault. Bigfoot is blurry. And that's extra scary to me. Because there's a large, out-of-focus monster roaming the countryside. Welcome back to the Nightshade's Echo, the podcast that's name is loosely based on which is Humping Broom's highest shit. I haven't said that in a while, and I almost stumbled. <laughs> it's been a month, almost. I think it's been a month since we recorded last. Something like that. We've had a lot of things going long. on. We've had a that. lot of things going on. Welcome back. Hello, listeners. Yeah, we've had a lot of things going on. Susan is opening a store. I think we might have mentioned that I in the know, last one. Maybe. No. maybe. No, because I probably didn't even know by then. I think I think we mentioned it because I wasn't supposed to say anything, but I think I mentioned it. I mean, I don't know. It's been a while. I was sick, and then you got sick with something different. Yeah. And then you didn't, you just were in bed for like a week. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. So we didn't record. I don't Sorry. think it was COVID because I didn't have any cough or anything like that. I think it was just, I had sweats real bad and like just didn't feel like, Shit. Well, babe, um... She I, said sinuses, but I, I don't know. It well, kind of started with me sneezing and stuff originally, but then it turned into something else. Um, I found out in the mom group that I'm in that um, para-influenza is going around really bad right now, so I'm guessing that's what it was. And the doctor said there was a bug going around. Well, and um, I will say that I didn't experience what you experienced at all, so, like, I don't think it, you got it from me. And I feel like if you had it, the kids would have had it, and then they would have circled back I don't get me. out of the house. So I don't know really where I got it from. I mean, I could have brought it home, but yeah, I... Yeah, you brought it home. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. But I feel like if it was sick, sick, that, like, everyone in this house would have been sick. I, mean, I was I was feeling not too hot. Well, I'm just saying, the you know, if you're a parent, you know that kids, like, they bring home a sickness, and then that shit never leaves... It has to cycle through the house at least once before you, you, everyone's back to normal. Sometimes it comes back a second time. By the time, like, the last person, you're like, yeah, we're done being sick. And then a kid wakes up puking, you know. That's how it was last January when I think we originally got COVID, but we didn't know it was COVID yet. Yeah, every, I mean, all of us were sick. And mm-hmm. I'm not someone who, like, um, stays sick because I, I work around people. I handle a lot of money. I've been like more sick money. since we've had kids. Than I've ever been sick in my life. It's totally the kid's fault. Like, when Lily's first started school, like, I noticed she, I think she was only sick sick maybe once all this last school year. But in kindergarten, like, when she first came, because I didn't really put her in daycare, so she wasn't around a bunch of people. She got really sick as a kid. So after I put her in daycare the one and only time, and she stayed sick the entire time, I was like, nah. So she hasn't been around people, and then she started kindergarten, and immediately within, like, the first, what, seven days, she came home with head lice in the first week and 
had um, like that weird coffee shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, we literally been in school less than two weeks. And then give it to me. Yeah, I mean, and I'm like hella allergic to lies. So I was like, how the hell? We were in school for like two seconds. And yeah, I, I don't recommend parenthood sometimes because it's rough. <laughs> it's rough. That's bad. But yeah, the Susan's opening a store, so that's real exciting. The house is full of boxes of stuff for her to take over to the store. Because uh, normally we were selling shit out of the house. Well, yeah. So we're going to clear the house out quite a bit. I took the rest of my inventory. I have more today, but I took most of my inventory yesterday to the store. And I had the windows, like, rolled down because it was so strong, like, incense in my car, y'all. And I'm, like, rolling down. I posted on Facebook. I'm like, if you all smell some incense, if it smells good outside, you smell some incense. It's just me rolling by. Don't Don't stress about it. Because it was potent. Those are hand hand rolled incenses from India. So they're strong. I can smell a box of them from like. I carry. Outside. Yeah, I I like. Um, I have a really good Indian distributor, and uh, they carry a lot of variety. A lot of variety of like the Satya brand. I could be pronouncing that wrong, and if I am, I'm terribly sorry. Um, but that's personally what I like. I, there are several places in town that carry the Wildberry brand. And so I didn't want to carry that just not to step on anyone's toes. But I genuinely really like the Satya brand. I just, um, really enjoy supporting, um, the little villages yeah, they're, <laughs> in India. They're handmade by little, little villages and, and Indian people in India. I don't want to say Indians, but they're Indians because they're from India. Anyways. So, yeah. We have Letha coming up on June 20th through the 23rd, which is a celebra- a pagan celebration of the summer solstice. Uh, we just had the uh, the eclipse, even though it was like 4 o'clock in the morning, so I didn't get to witness it. Yeah, that was what, last week? And last I think, weekend? yeah, and I only think that certain parts even got to see it, so I don't think we were even able to see it. Mm-mm. It was kind of like the East Coast got to see most of it. Or was it the West Coast? I think it was the West Coast. Anything east of the Mississippi River didn't really get to see it. And we're literally five minutes from the Mississippi River. So we didn't get to see that. That was an important date with the solar eclipse. Uh, or well, the Big lunar, lunar eclipse. Yeah. I think it's the last one until November for this year. And that was the first one, I think, since 2019, something like that. When was the big eclipse that we had? 2017. I remember you were not, I don't feel like you were living uh-huh. with me yet. I wasn't because it was like in June or July. Okay, so. It was, or maybe August. It was in August. It was not long then before you moved in. Because I remember that was like the big thing was that big eclipse. And we still had that. Do you still have that moon water? Uh, we had to throw it out, remember, because it started getting weird stuff floating around. Oh, yeah. It. After about four years, it finally like started growing. I had some, some water. Shit. I just barely had just kind of started getting the Wicca. And I'm not into Wicca. Uh, but I was kind of dabbling into it, and I saw where you could make moon water or whatever, or, you know, water that had to do with uh, important solar things. And so I, I set out a jar of water and some other things outside during the eclipse, and I watched the eclipse outside. I set, I charged all my shit out of and that And so I too. had that water for, I mean, this is 2021. That was in 2017. I just threw it away, I think, in December. Yeah, so we had it almost because four years. I had it in a mason jar, and it started had things floating in it. So, yeah, I mean, it originally like looked pristine up, up in, until then. Yeah, up so until I don't know like the if, last couple months. 
I don't know if, like, when we moved, we maybe jarred the lid or something, or I don't know. Yeah, I had it. I mean, it looked pristine, like. It looked like you could freaking drink it up until, up until. Just bottled water. Yeah, so we have Letha coming up, and then after that, we have, I'm not even going to say it, (laughs) but it's another word for it is llamas, which is uh, August Eve on August 1st. And so that's another, like, a harvest festival. Whereas Letha is a festival for the summer solstice. So, of course, the summer solstice is the longest day in the year. And every day after that, we'll start getting a little bit, you know, darker earlier. And eventually, that will lead into Mabon and Sawin. Okay, so we had a debate. And I realized that it shouldn't be a debate because the Celtic calendar has been around longer than ours. But, but I don't understand why they have... Letha as the like midsummer. Yes, it's also called What's... midsummers. I forgot to say that. That's a very important thing, and I think a lot of people who are into the uh, Renaissance stuff is probably into midsummer. That's when a lot of festivals are yeah. around this time period. Mm-hmm. Or you've heard of Midsummer's Eve from Ro- Romeo and Juliet. Well, that's what that is. Well, um, what I was going to say though was that um, I didn't understand why they call it Midsummer's Eve because. On our traditional calendar, when I think of like midsummer, I think about like August or like, you know, sometime in the, around where school time. School time here in the States um, starts in August, usually like mid to late August. Um, we got to start earlier because we normally have to make up snow days. Well, it might have to do with, you were talking about the snow. I think it had something to do with the climate. I know England in that area is a little wetter and colder than we are. Well, right, and not here. So their summer might not last as long as, say, like the Indian summer. I remember people saying that where it'd be like a summer here in the United States where it just lasts forever and it's super fucking hot. Well, and that also reminds me of, like, because I'm, I'm a reader, okay, but I'm also someone who can read multiple books at one time. Just like I can watch different TV shows at one time and, like, follow along. I've been slowly, (laughs) it's taken me a few months, to read Game of Thrones. So, like, right now I'm in the second book. I'm not quite halfway. And they talk about the long summer. Like, summer for them lasts, like, years. It's almost like global warming on fucking crack in this book. Which is, when you were talking about the Indian summer, that's what that reminds me of, is like just a really long, dry-ass summer. When is that set? What is the time period? Uh, it, you know, it never actually gives you a time period, but I feel like that shit is fucking Because I know, that, I know that the world experienced the mini ice age during the medieval times. And so, this has to be like medieval-y times. So, Renaissance-y the climate, times. It was like, I think, like 10 degrees cooler than what it is now. And so well, it's very rainy, very damp, very... Just nasty for a period of like a hundred years or something like that. Well, I can't remember it, exactly, but it was called the mini ice age, and that happened in the medieval time. And I wonder if that had something to do with like the long summer, where if they were coming out of that, then it would have felt like fucking summer was lasted forever if they were used to being rain all the time. Right, and I do. I feel like that's like it because they um, do go from like a really chilly time to like spring. They experience spring for I feel like a couple of years. But then they keep talking about winter coming, even though they're about to start summer. So summer lasts for a little while, and then all of a sudden, a.k.a. winter comes, and it's like that little mini ice age that you're referring to. So, I mean, just way the way that... I, the reason why I'm taking a really long time to read this book is that 
one, I'm really dyslexic. Two, um, it the print on it is really small, so it takes me longer to because I skim read. Just that's how my brain works. So sometimes I catch myself having to reread because the print is so small, and then they're using like not normal everyday language. So it's like my brain's like overwhelmed trying to read these books. But it was definitely a goal of mine. And if you haven't read it, way better than the movies, FYI. Or, well, the TV series. But, yeah, we have Letha coming up. Um, which, if you look at the, the Celtic, uh, or not Celtic, but the Pagan Wheel of the Year, that's basically it's like a calendar pretty much for the holidays. Uh, Letha is the opposite of Yule. So, you know how important Yule is. Leith is pretty important because it's the summer solstice, whereas Yule is the winter solstice. And then, of course, like I said, we have llamas, and then we have Mabon, which a lot of people have never even probably heard of, Mabon or Mabon. And that's basically like the pagan Thanksgiving. So it's like it's it's a harvest festival. You eat apples and, and pumpkins and things like that. It's, so, so it's, it's, like, it's, it's like the... Okay, it was A harvest wonder- festival. Well, but that's before... Samhain. Uh, Samhain, yes. so it wouldn't... Samhain, okay, so traditionally Samhain would have been the last day that they would have harvested. Anything after Samhain would have been bad luck. That's not what I'm saying. So it, that's like Thanksgiving, but before Halloween. Is that what you're yes. trying to say? Is this the, the celebration before, like, you were telling me that they would have like a, hey, uh, hope you don't die this season type of, uh, like, get together. Is that the one that you're referring to? No, that would have been Yule. Oh, okay. That's Yule, yeah. Never mind. So, so there's four harvest festivals. I think there's four har- harvest festivals. You have Letha, Lamas, Maban, and Samhain, right? So those are four harvest festivals. So, you know, you're basically, let's look at the crops. Okay, well, let's check on the crops. Okay, what are we getting from the crops? And then, like, shit, we better get our crops. And that's basically the four, <laughs> the four dates there. Let's oh, look at well. the, what's happening with the crops. Let's look at the crops. Let's start getting stuff from the crops, and then we better get our shit. And or if, we ain't going to have no motherfucking Or we go going to have nothing else, yeah. So, <laughs> And then Yule is when you just waste all your food that you saved up for all year. Because on Yule, that's when you're supposed to basically just go through your food piles and eat. Really? Yeah. So what they would do is that they would, like, everybody would gather all the food. and then Is it like a first in, first out type of thing where you get rid of the stuff that needs to go? I'm guessing so. I don't know. But it was basically like a... A uh, holiday of being plentiful, of like excess. That's why like, it was very. Europeans people like were to very party, drunk. Man. Everybody was very drunk and very full of food. And we could go into that closer. We get to to those holidays, but yeah, I just wanted to say in case we don't have another show between now and the twenty third, twenty twentieth through the twenty third. A lot of a lot of these festivals go for several days, so it's not like one particular day, and it could change if you're in another part of the hemisphere. So. You could be well, celebrating that in a completely different, totally different year, way yeah. than we, or yeah. not year, but a completely different month. Well, and I'm curious, how do we celebrate Letha for the midsummers? Because S- sim- similar to the Beltania. Okay, so we should definitely have fire. Eh, not necessarily fire, but well, yeah. I'm just thinking we should outside, grill. We should grill. Food. Outside. 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 And well, food. we haven't used our fire pit since, since then. Since then, and I'm like aggravated because. Fire pits are not cheap. It was like 40 bucks. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Gigantic Skeleton was filmed on the ocean floor. 
The video surfacing from 2017 seems to show a guy, gigantic, gigantic skeleton laying on the floor of the ocean. The video was filmed by somebody who works for the remote-operated vehicles on the ocean, so those little submarines and whatnot. The video was uh, videotaped in the Mediterranean. The bones could be thousands of years, apparently, and measure up to 30 meters long, which is about, I guess, roughly 90 feet. They look very serpentine in nature with a really, really long spine. They don't know of any sea creature it could have came from. There's nothing in that area that even remotely looks like this. A whale has three blades in its spinal column, so like shoulder blades. Uh, this only has two, and also the whales are spaced at like 120 degrees. These are spaced around 90. Could they have shifted when the creature fell to the ocean floor? Of course. Uh, could some of the bones be gone? Of course. However, people say that it's probably a whale shark or an ichthyosaur, which is pretty interesting. An ichthyosaur is basically what people think the Loch Ness Monster is. It could be. It's very interesting. I want to see a Loch Ness Monster. I have a picture here, and like the spine looks really, really, really long, and like the shoulder blades are huge. So whatever it was is broad but really long, maybe like a long neck, and that's what it kind of reminds me of. But the Loch Ness Monster has a long neck. Oh, that, is that why it's called the Loch Ness? It's got a long neck? Oh, because it's in Loch Ness. Shh. It's in the nest of Loch. Just go with the nest of Loch. Australia's oldest man credits unusual diet and longevity. Dexter Kruger. That's a fucked up name. And Dexter it, it, Kruger. I don't like that. Freddy Kruger and so, Dexter. As I say, is this guy a serial killer? No, but he's 111 years old. Oh, fuck. And he's the oldest man in Australia, and he's also the oldest recorded person in Australia ever. Oh, shit. So he's the oldest man and the oldest one who's ever lived in Australia. Oh, he's setting precedent right there. So what does Mr. Kruger eat? I don't want to know. Chicken brains. No, thank you. And so he's quoted as chicken brains. You know, the chickens have a head, and in there is a brain, and they are delicious little things. There's only one bite. And I said, oh, my God, are they like meatballs? And then I instantly <laughs> wanted to vomit. His son, Greg, who is 74, says his father's simple life in the outback um, is a factor in his lengthy life. The oldest human on Earth is Ke- uh, Kane Tanaka of Japan, who's 117. Is that really the oldest one? I feel He's like we had... He's the oldest guy one. alive right now. Well, we what's had a woman the oldest? Cape, we had a woman in Cape Girardeau that was like 115 years old. I remember that on the news. I remember, ago. but I feel like there was someone who reached at least 120 before they passed. Probably, but they're not alive anymore. The oldest person that alive is 117. Well, you know what I'm trying to say, though. I want to know how, what the longest span of time someone has been alive. I remember alive. Grandpa talking about a, an, an older guy, and he said that, uh, that the guy had to be like 120 years old, you know, Mm. And just because they had known him when he when they were little kids, and he was old as shit then, and then here he's like maybe thirty years old, and the guy is still around, and even older than older than shit than he was before. Older and older than shit. He said Damn. the guy had to be like one hundred twenty years old because he was like a really 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 old man when he first met him when he was little. Might have been. Hey, you know, I I bet you that people lived longer because they weren't eating all that fucking processed food. Uh, yeah, but they were eating pretty bad shit back then too, though. Mm-hmm. Talking about the chicken brains, that reminded me, or Susan said something kind of the trigger. It. My grandpa, I remember this clear as day. Me being like, I don't know, like a little kid. My grandpa and that whole side of the family all hunt. They're fishermen. They live off the land type of stuff. And so, grandpa is old war veteran, and he's old rough truck driver. You know, and eat anything. He used to have a saying that was, "You could eat anything that had two eyes and an asshole." He would say that. I don't like that. You can eat anything that has two eyes and an asshole. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, he, used to, he used to say that all the time. Just because it has two eyes and an asshole don't mean it tastes good. <laughs> doesn't matter. It don't, don't, mean, don't mean you could, it tastes good. It's just you can eat it. 
Anyways, so I remember being like a little bitty kid, probably like five or six years old, and him in the kitchen frying up squirrel heads. No, thanks. So, so they went squirrel hunting and he'd cut the heads off or whatever, and you'd put them in the frying pan. And I remember him clear as day sitting on the stove with like four or five, maybe six squirrel heads in there just frying them up in grease. And it's mortifying looking. These little fucking squirrels are just frying up. It's just the heads. Oh, my God. You put them on a plate. You sit there at the table and take a big old, like a soup spoon, like a big heavy spoon. And you go, crack, 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 crack. Hit the top of the head of that squirrel and break the skull. And you move that. And you take a little fork. And you eat the, take the little brain out, eat the brain. And then he'd open the mouth. And he'd pick the tongue out and eat that, too. Hell no. If your grandpa had tried to serve one of those to me as like a like a test, good. I'd probably be like, "Well, I I guess oh we don't, we can't date." Sorry, oh boy, that's pretty good, isn't it, right there, boy? No, no. And he used to have some saying. I can't remember. It. I wish I would have had a videotaped or something so I can remember something about uh, don't let your tongue beat your gums trying to get another bite or something like that. Beat your lips trying to get another bite. Some some goofy old older country saying. You know that's what they reminded me of eating chicken heads and squirrel heads and whatnot. That's a big no for me. No, thank you. Officials briefed on the U.S. government's UFO report has revealed details of what to be expected, so it hasn't came out yet. According to the report, an analysis of 120 incidences involving UFOs over the past decade has revealed that these were not cases of secret United States military or other agencies. So basically what they're saying is they're not ours. We don't know what they are. I don't trust The report basically says... It's not UFOs, but it's not ours. I don't trust like that. Is such a thing even possible? Yes, it is. Giorgio Sukalos thinks it's possible that it might be aliens. The report also seems to conflict itself by claiming that there is no evidence that these objects are extraterrestrial in nature, yet concludes that, oh, but, but that they basically say that they remain completely unexplained. Is it coincidence? I think not. I fucking love Giorgio Sucos. Honestly, like he has a meme on this picture that says, <laughs> I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. That's basically what the government said. And ba- yeah, earlier, which is funny because he saw, because that's what I said. Like whenever he told me about that, I like straight looked at him and I'm like, that, that sounds like aliens to me. <laughs> yeah, they're like, it ain't ours, but we don't know where it came from, but it's probably not aliens. Bitch, that means it's probably it's aliens. Probably aliens. If, I mean, if it ain't aliens, then it's probably aliens. If it's not yours, then you don't know what, how to explain it. Mm. That's an unidentified flying object. <laughs> which they, I, was, I, I read over it. They actually they, they said it something else. Unidentified aerial phenomena. Bitch, it's a UFO. It's a UFO. It's a real fucking fancy name. We don't know what the fuck that is. (laughs) That's what they've been trying to call it the past couple of years, the government. They call it uh, UAPs. Yeah, because people hear UFO and then they're like, ooh, Ooh, aliens. That's a fucking alien. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I just think it's weird that they've been coming out with so many videos here lately. Uh, You know, it's almost like they're declassifying everything. and It's It's, it's weird. It's really weird. I don't trust it. Yeah, I mean, the government never just like, oh, hey, like, willingly gives it out any sort like, of hey, information. Some alien videos. I'm like, no. I wonder if it's like their own fucking videos that they're just like, we're going to. I we're. think it's Project Bluebeam. What's Project Bluebeam? Pro- Blue Project Bluebeam. Blue Blue it's a conspiracy theory that basically says it's a, it's declassified, or not declassified, it's, it's classified shit. And it's kind of basically says that there's a government project. That will basically unite the world, kind of under a religion, somewhat. 
world religion. So what they'll do is little by little start releasing UFO documents. And so they're building upon this, right? Basically getting people desensitized, the UFOs. And eventually they'll have... Like, bam, this, we're actually all fucking aliens. Surprise. This, yeah, so eventually they'll have a stage to fake invasion or like a, a hologram basically come down and say, hey, we're here, we're aliens. Follow this because this is what's right. And so that'll get people to think, oh my God, it's, it's UFOs. They're finally here. So let's actually COVID didn't to get them. us these fucking grays, Will. Yeah, so basically it's a, it's a way to unite under one, one world order, basically, by a fake alien invasion. Yeah, I don't trust that. But they do that by by slowly desensitizing people. I mean, we know of technology that's been in movies way before it actually came out. They do that to desensitize. There was a, there's somebody said once I saw, you know, where they said like 95% of the stuff in movies is actually real shit. Like the technology, oh, oh absolutely. Abs- abs- where else did they get these ideas that just happen to be we're supposed to be true? like we're supposed to be like thirty to forty years more advanced than what the public knows? Oh, great! Because I just think it's weird that we went from fucking horses to rockets in sixty years. You know, going to the fucking moon and riding a horse is sixty years apart. Do you know that? The fucking the fucking time period between riding in a wagon and a, and a fucking covered wagon. To going to the moon is 60 years. That's not very long, really. No, it's not. It's from, say, 1900 to 1969. That's 69 years. People were still fucking riding wagons up to the 20s. Like horses. Like, we still, they still do. Through the 20s and 30s, people were still doing that shit. Yeah. People still do. But what I'm saying is, once that happened, right? So once the moon fucking shit happened, what was the next big thing? Probably internet and phones, right? Yeah. The internet, internet's been around since like the 1940s. It was used And not like how we had it. Well, somewhat. It was a government. It was a way for governments to connect with each other. But anyways, Is that how it all started? Yeah. Oh, well. So sure. that went... Okay, so that was another 20 years, right? So 1989. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's happened since phones and fucking internet? Everything? No, not goddamn anything. It's been very slow. Oh, you're meaning slow. like technology Extremely wise? slow the last 30 years. Well, I was about to say they've... Uh, I felt... Didn't they say that they've almost gotten the teleport... teleport yeah, China shit. sent like some microscopic shit to space, and was like, "Ooh, yeah, and it, it worked. actually worked." Yeah, yeah. So if you think about the the time period between horses or horses and fucking going to the moon, well, horses in, between horses and airplanes was like ten years, but from that to the moon was about sixty years. Between that and cell phones and internet being prevalent, twenty years. So the late eighties, early nineties. Well, between that and now, the only big fucking thing that we've had. It's the iPhone, but you could count that as a phone. That's just building upon existing materials. You were just... What I was thinking just now was... There has not been a major, major breakthrough in the last 30 years. If someone releases information, you can guarantee they're never giving you the full truth. So if China says, oh yeah, we we can make shit teleport... Oh, yeah, we sent this little thing. I guarantee you, just they're like, just giving us a fucking enough information that we're like, ooh. Yeah, just I bet like you they, fucking Star Trek and just like fucking Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory sending the boy through the TV, remember? Yeah. Yeah, that shit's been I, around for a long I was time. About to say, I, I was about to say, I bet you they're just like giving us enough information to like appease well, just, people, you know, but they're like uh, behind the doors. They're like, Oh, dumb bitches. We've yeah. been doing this for fucking well, just years. Think, like Star Trek had like fucking cell phones and shit, right? Like tele telecommuters mm-hmm. or whatever. Do you remember on, uh, 
uh, the year without a Santa Claus, right? The heat miser and the the snow miser, uh, Mister oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas. They're talking on fucking Skype in that on that show. He's like, mm-hmm. let me. He's like, he has a he has a phone, right? And goes ding 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 ding, and then it shows the other one up on the screen in front of him, like on the screen, and they're talking mm-hmm. through the phone on this big screen in front of him. This is nineteen seventies. I was gonna say, yeah, that's the nineteen seventies, and that's I guess basically I didn't even that's think basically about Skype. It. He's on the phone and talking to him, and like almost like FaceTiming it. Oh, we've been FaceTiming, and that was in a fucking, fucking 70s, that's a fucking cartoon in the seventies by Rankin Bass. Okay, we we know that shit's been around for a long time. They just ain't tell nobody. They ain't tell nobody. They ain't tell nobody. That's why whenever the government's like, "Oh yeah, here some willing information," I'm like, "I don't trust like yeah, that." Yeah, it's like, mm, motherfucker, like, yeah, the, what, the what government does not. not us? The government does not just like hand out any sort of free information it, without talking about, something. Yeah, free information without getting something from it. Yeah, just like the fucking vaccines is all I'm gonna say because I know it's very controversial when is the last just think about this when is the last time the government has given you something for free and not expected anything in return yeah because people are gonna be like oh the stimulus no, we're, no the, we have to pay, we that pay taxes on that you pay taxes on that we you're, will be ready we will not think, be wonder why good. gas prices right now are the highest they've been in seven years yeah you can you can thank your stimulus for that it's not but, gonna be good but think about that when's the last time the government has given you something for free without anything in return. Not in my life. Not a goddamn time. Because I'm thinking about all the vaccines I've had to get over the years. Like uh, everybody, I want to say the pneumonia vaccine or the shingles vaccine. I want to say it's like a hundred dollars a pop. Insurance does not cover everybody all vaccines complains. either. Everybody complains about the government. Oh, the government fucked me today. Oh, they're going to fuck us on our taxes. Oh, they're going to fuck us this way or that way. They don't do a goddamn thing for us. The fucking government they ain't a piece of shit. But then you're going to stand in line to get something that they're going to fucking inject in you? I don't Fuck trust like that. that. And well, it's not-, not for me. If you want to take it, that's up with you. If you think it's a great thing, go ahead, take the fucking vaccine. But guess what? Just think about it. Just yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm not going to say anything. If you get the vaccine, cool. That's I not respect our, that's you. not my that's not my business. Uh, you know, right to tell you, you that you can it. or that your kids can't, but don't tell me that don't I have to get it either. You got to take it. No. Yep, just like I respect your decision, respect mine, and I've had you know, COVID. I've had COVID. I think we, probably twice. Right? I want to so, say we've had it. We had it twice last well, year. We had it twice last year. So you know, I think I'm doing okay. And if I need the vaccine, then I'll wait. <laughs> yeah i mean I don't, I don't trust the government we all know the government's a bunch of fucking shit and they don't do nothing for us and also the, the everybody in the fucking government is fucking crooked every goddamn person Trump, they're not there Biden, on accident they're all crooked nobody gets in the government on accident no nope, it's all planned we can do a whole nother show on that so while we come back from the break we're going to talk about ghost stories yeah sorry we've got all like Way crazy yeah, we, political we went there. All conspiracy there for a second. Sorry. So we're going to talk about ghost stories. I have had a very haunted life. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen things since I was a little bitty kid uh, all throughout my life. And so I, I jotted some things down, uh, some things that I can remember. And I'm sure there's way more than that uh, that I'm just not thinking of. But when we come back from the other side of the break, we're going to talk about that and maybe some stuff that Susan has seen. She hasn't really seen any ghosts per se. But she's had activity that had to do things with, with the paranormal. Absolutely. So, I can't wait to share those. So when we come back from the break, we'll talk about that. See ya. Jollibee temporarily closes a store after customer claims her order came with a fried towel. <laughs> I can't even fucking read that. 
Filipino fast food chain Jollibee temporarily closes one of its stores in the Philippines on Wednesday after a customer complained of receiving a delivery order of a deep fried towel in place of a fried chicken. I can't even fucking read this. Oh my God. There's pictures of the motherfucker and it's literally like a wash rag that's been deep fried, like breaded and deep fried. What I assume happened. Okay. So they usually when you're doing fried chicken, then batches like that, we used to do that fisherman's night. We do these gigantic bowls, right? With the buttermilk and shit, and you get your stuff in there around it, and then you deep, it, you know, put it in the deep fryer. However, what it doesn't explain is that somebody had to have taken that towel and put it in there. Well, or yeah. unless it fell off somebody while they were cooking. And even then, that's even fucking worse, I feel. Yeah, because that's probably a sweat rag or something. And that means all the rest of the chicken was contaminated with this rag or whatever was in this rag. Yeah. Clean up rag, if it had bleach, if it had sweat. You don't know what kind of rag that was. Nasty. You don't know. We don't know. You don't. People be what? People be doing some nasty shit. And that was accredited to Facebook News. I just barely I was just scrolling through that, and I was like, "Shit, I've got to add that. That's fucking hilarious." Somebody ate a. Somebody ate a deep fried towel. How'd they figure it out? There must have been a, a crunch. A oh, fuck is it? It would have been a weird crunch. It wouldn't have been a crunch at like all. A, like a soggy crunch. Yeah, because I mean, like that clear. I mean, that looked like. Um, that towel would have been heavy. Yeah. So, like, someone would have purposefully would have put that shit That's in the, the fire. That's the only thing I You had to have either purposely done it or it, it fell was off. A little, but that had so much batter on it, though, babe. So no. that means it had to have been in the buttermilk and the fucking... It fell off somebody They put while they were doing the chicken. And just fucking dumped it. and didn't... How do you not notice? That did not it. feel like no fucking... That did not look like no... Listen, you guys, I have two culinary degrees. I have done... I've worked in a variety of different places... And I'm telling you that someone fucking did that intentionally. Because there's no way that that would have felt like a chicken breast or some shit. Yeah, because even if it was in the batter, you would have had to picked it out or with the tongs or something. You would have noticed it was a rag. You know what I mean? You would have noticed. That's why I'm like, mm. it doesn't It doesn't work the same as chicken. Unless they were just dumping the whole thing in there, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's not right at all. I don't know. I, I did thought, not mean to yawn. I thought that was Sorry. fucking hilarious, and I thought I had to add that in there. That's the that's he was laughing so hard. When that's he read the that. bonus. I'm going to add that at the very end. That's the bonus news story of the week. We saw that as we took our break. Yeah, I was taking. We were taking a break, and I noticed that. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Welcome back from the break. We're talking about ghost stories. Well, sort of ghost stories. They're more like ghost sightings. And so these are things that I've seen in my life. And I, 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 we watched a lot of paranormal stuff or whatever when we were growing up. However, these things weren't influenced from TV because the shit on TV does not look like what it happens in real life. It really don't. Okay. Now I've seen. I mean, sometimes, but uh, everything I've ever seen has not been anything like TV. Okay. So the stuff you see on TV does not look like what you see in person. The only time I can say that is maybe one time it kind of looked like something was on TV. Okay. And so Susan also has things in her uh, life that has been weird paranormal. And she can talk about that as well. So uh, I guess we can start off. Uh, the earliest thing that I can remember is being, I was probably maybe five or six years old. Okay. 
we at the time we had a lot of family members living with us and I did not have a bed. My brother did not have a bed. So we slept on this little cot that was in my parents' room. Okay. And so it wasn't a big deal. Both of us fit on it. You know, this is how it was. We only slept on there for maybe a couple months. It wasn't for very long. Okay. And then we got our bedrooms back because we did have bedrooms, but the other family members were using. Okay. So while in this cot, I remember laying there and looking at the ceiling and this was probably early in the morning, like dawn ish, maybe like, you know, like five or six o'clock in the morning. And I remember seeing these things circling the room. And I've never seen another account of anybody else ever talking about things like this, okay? So these things were circling the room up on top of the ceiling. At the very top of the ceiling, they were spinning, going all the way around it. And the whole room was like spinning, okay? These things. And so what it looked like to me was like little animals, okay? And so like shapes of animals, like black, very black. And what it kind of reminded me of now is of the dust bunnies from Totoro, Okay? These little black little things that were collecting the walls. But I remember seeing this in my parents' room, and they were just spinning, like just circling the room. And this happened for, it seems like 10 minutes or so, and I told my parents, and I don't remember if they ever said anything, or like, hey, just go back to bed, whatever you said. They probably I was, said go I was like five or six years, I might have been five years old at that time. Okay, I, I think it was before I was in school. I remember that clear as day. And I've told them about that. I don't that, know that I, I would want to see a dust bunny from Totoro in person. Well, not necessarily dust bunny, but I remember like shapes. They were like, but you know what wild, I'm saying? Though. It was like wild animals, like 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 these animals, like like misty animals. They were black, pitch black. Well, that does not give me any comfort. Like like <laughs> imagine like a kicking buffalo or something, like just that type of shape of erratic behavior of an animal. And they were just all along the walls, just circling these walls. I've never heard of anybody else ever say anything like this. I listen to paranormal uh, podcasts and whatnot, and I've never heard of anybody else call in about things like that. If you've ever seen anything like this or experienced anything like that, please let us know on Facebook or on uh, Gmail, nightshadesecho at gmail.com, because I'm very, I'm very curious as to see if anybody else has ever experienced anything like this. You can message me personally on Facebook, too, if you don't yes. want to do any of that. Nightshade either. Echo's on, on uh, Facebook, okay? We're starting to be kind of more active on there. We're trying. We are trying to make an effort. I know that we haven't put a podcast out for uh, about a month, um, but that's just due to illness and stuff. And, you know, if you've got upper respiratory, you don't want it sounding like like yeah. death. And so know. I've been posting, like, news stories and things like that. Okay. What's the earliest thing that you can ever remember? Something happening? Oh, for me, I did not experience anything until we were in um, the last house I lived in in Scott City. Okay. Oh, well, I was like, uh, I don't know, like 15 or 16 probably when I noticed that I felt like there was things happening at that house. Um, It's an old building. As far as I'm aware, no one died in there. Um, It was used originally as a warehouse for the family business I grew up in. And it was, this building was not super big. Now, if you know of any um, storefronts that are on the bottom and up top, it looks like it's a house or apartments. There's a lot of places like that, like around like where we live. So I lived upstairs um, in the apartments. It's very common for older buildings like that. The shopkeep would, you know, have the shop at the bottom and then stay at the top, or they'd rent it out. Super, super, super common. I when I told someone about this, they were like, "What?" 
And I'm like, yeah, and a lot of these, actually, they're really big. Like yeah. the one that like I grew up in, if we hadn't had put the wall walls up, it was probably a good 1,300 square foot. Like, I mean, it didn't have anything like extra, extra. didn't have any like extra rooms, but... You know, we did have full blown kitchen, a full blown living room. The one where your dad's at now, I think, is twenty five hundred square foot. I don't think it's that big. I don't think it's that big. But that one, I feel like, has more extra rooms than one that than what I like grew up in. So it had three bedrooms, two full baths, two full kitchens, two dining room kitchen areas. So like, it was as if one side was meant to be like a one bedroom apartment and the other one was a two-bedroom apartment now the the two-bedroom side much smaller rooms um but i mean that's just where i grew up i they lived there we lived there off and on even before i was born so like i said that was in my family for a hot minute i want to say they got rid of it when i was like 20 ish Almost 21. I'm just saying that I've been there. It was in our family for a long time. And it, like I said, I don't think anyone ever died in, the, in there. Um, but I, I started noticing that we had like a jokester type ghost, maybe you want to, or an entity. Not sure what you would want to call it. I never saw them, but I definitely experienced the things that they manipulated so like the jokester, um, he I it's a he I I know that for sure. Um, it he would just do crazy things like steal something that you were using. So like if I was at that point, iPods were still a thing. So like I had my iPod with my earbuds wrapped around it, sitting on my bed. I went to go pick it up after, like, I think going to the bathroom. It was not there anymore. And I'm like, well, where would it have went? So, of course, I'm like, I'm someone who misplaces things. Must go find it somewhere else. So, I look. Never did find it. Eventually, you kind of just give up thinking that you're never going to see it again. And then, like, whenever you least expect it, it would, like, just pop back up. And you're like, well, damn, I hadn't even thought about you in a couple weeks. That and then like that particular ghost, I, many times would just um, throw the change I had in a change jar that I was saving, and would just like toss it all over my bed. No big deal or anything. That's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how. I mean, that one kind of freaked me out a little bit because it would irritate me that I would be home alone. My ex husband would be at work. I would have just like done laundry, you know, made the bed fresh. You know, so it wasn't just like, oh, well, I got, I dumped some change out. No, like it was always after like I made the bed and like the change jar would be nowhere near the bed, but yet the entire canister and all the change and contents of it would just be strewn all over my bed as if someone literally just tossed everything out of it. The jokester, I mean, I've got other ones from this building, but the jokester one, he did stuff like that. And it was almost as if he was constantly, like, playing pranks. Like, he thought it was funny. And then just would, like, return stuff. Just be like, ha-ha, here you go. We always think, or we always just say we had a silverware fairy or an elf. Oh, I totally have one of those. Silverware would go missing all the time. 
For no reason. For no reason. Like, you, like I would buy my mom a whole brand new thing of silverware, and then, like, within, like, a month or two, it would be almost all gone. Do you think maybe it was the Faye? It could have been. Now that we, we've talked about that and them, them liking shiny things. Hmm. Uh, maybe we had a fairy in the house. But, anyways. Maybe. So, my next thing that I can remember uh, seeing was a full-body apparition. So I was about seven or eight years old. I remember I had my own room. I had a TV that my Aunt Candy had bought me for my birthday. And so my room was set up like my bed, you know, where the closet is in my room. And so my bed was on the other side of that closet Mm -hmm. facing towards the wall. So like the feet would have been towards that other window towards the shed. Okay. So that way. Your your two was your brother's on this other side of the. I don't remember if Josh had his own room then. It was too small, I think. Okay. I don't remember. I th- he might have had his, his room was set up almost pretty much the exact same way for like twenty years. Mine moved around all the time. Yeah. All anyways, the time. anyways, so I remember it was late at night. I don't remember if I woke up or if I was still awake or what, but I remember a little girl. She was probably my age, sitting on the end of my bed, and she had blonde hair. It was like back braided. She had, I think, maybe glasses on or something like real, real primitive looking glasses. She had a green, velvety, lacy type dress, like an old 1920s dress, okay? And what was neat about it is it had a blue hue to it, like glowing, like she was emitting a light, okay? I remember seeing this when I was like like maybe seven, six, seven, eight years old, and I remember not being scared. I was interested as shit. I was like, who is this girl? Why is she on my bed? And you know? why is she fucking glowing I remember blue? she was glowing blue, like a blue, like a... Like a like a train light or something, you know, like a ghostly train light's blue hue, you know. I remember that clear as day. Okay, clear as clear as day. Like this, I've never actually I, heard I, of anyone could, saying a, an apparition was like glowing. Yeah, it was emitting a light on my bed. She was like, I could I could fucking draw it. It's clear as day, like this green velvety, like I just like the old timey material dresses, you know, like. And she was just sitting there on the end of my bed. She didn't look at me or anything, you know, but she was just sitting there towards my feet, you know. I don't know. So the next thing, I can't, I can't remember anything in between that time period and by the time we moved to Neelyville, okay, which was when I was in fifth grade. I started fifth grade at Neelyville. And so I would have been 10 years old or nine, nine, 10 years old. So the next thing I remember, while we were down in Neelyville, I want to add that my dad was a preacher. So we took, he took a pastor job down there in the middle of nowhere off a of highway. It was a 67. And then you take like some dirt roads and hit down like about a half, about a mile or so down to just dirt road. And then you get to the church. So we lived in Neelyville, which is about five miles away from the church. Okay. And there was a town of like 300 people. Everybody knew everybody and they were all cousins. Like 100%. Mm-hmm. And so this church is on this dirt road. It was an old church, about a hundred years old. And next door to it, it's not there anymore, but there was an old house that one of the church kids, they lived there. Like him and his brother, Dominic and, and Caleb lived there. With their mom, Mary. And so uh, they lived in this old house. It was real, kind of run down, you know. And, but the house was old as shit. It was an old schoolhouse, okay, from like. Oh, so really open on the inside? Yes. Like old, just I remember being in there playing and stuff. It was just creepy. Living <laughs> and stuff. And so apparently what they had said is that some kids drowned in a well there, okay. And so we knew this story. Anyways, so what I saw, though, was a church in the middle, in the middle of church. In the middle of dad's preaching during the day. I remember kind of like, and we always sat in the front pew, okay? Our front, smell the second, second pew, just because just that's where all the kids sat. 
And so I was sitting there and I was looking behind, you know, just looking at everybody and shit. And this woman is walking behind the very last pew in between that and the wall. She was walking and she has black eyes, black. Nothing was there. She weighed probably 300 pounds. She had, she was old lady. Um, she was probably like in her seventies, very broad shouldered. Like you think of like these old Western, like kind of grandma looking women. Uh, They just look like they're about 300 pounds, big brute looking women. Maybe she was Dutch or something. Okay. And I remember seeing this and she had black eyes and she looked at me and and it was gone. Oh, hell no. Now what collaborated the story is that my brother, without him knowing, told me maybe like a month or so later, maybe a year later, however it was, it wasn't very much longer, that he had went into the nursery. So all the kids played in the nursery. We didn't have no babies at the church, so that's where we we just played and watched TV, whatever. There was a rocking chair in there because there was like a little baby nursery, right? Even though there was no babies. Okay. <laughs> it was just there just in case type thing. He went into the nursery and she was sitting in a rocking chair and she looked back at him and she had black eyes. He told me this same fucking woman, same everything. Like she had an apron on. Hmm. Maybe she was trying to look at trying to see if she had any kids she could take care of. Maybe. I don't know. But I, thought, saying, I like, think maybe you know. that she was connected with the school. Schoolhouse. Maybe she was a teacher. And I mean, because it wasn't that far. It was just literally right across the street. And it was a dirt road. Ooh, baby. So I'm assuming they were on the property at one time or something. Anyways, but another thing that happened at that church is my mom. So we were having an Easter play or something. You know, we were all in like robes, like church times and whatever. And uh, like a hooded robe, you know. And my mom went to go get on to somebody because she saw him go into another room. Like, oh, well, you get back out here. We're practicing the play. She goes in there. There's nobody in there. And there's no escape from that room. So, this is what happened at the church. The church was super creepy for no reason. You would think church would be like the most not haunted place, but just think that's where everybody leaves their sins at. It's true. Like, I, churches and shit are probably the most fucking haunted Very places. Very creepy church. Okay. Just think about that, FYI. And so, the next thing I can think of <laughs> is uh, Josh... Um, my brother, my brother, uh, so our rooms were connected uh, kind of like through a door. I think it was, his room used to be in a, this is, we're back in Sykeston now, okay, so we moved back. I'm like 15, 16 years old. So uh, our rooms are connected by a door. His room used to be a laundry room, okay? It looks like a, it looks like a normal room, okay? It's just got laundry hookups in the closet. Is that what that was? I guess I never even noticed. Yeah, it was, it's a dryer hookup, yeah. Oh. And so... Our rooms are connected, uh, but there's a wall in between, and there's a door that's like a slat wood door. So how our beds are, our, our beds are in the room at the time. Literally, the head of my bed is parallel with the, his head on his side, and literally up against the wall. And the only thing that's dividing us is the wall. And so he goes, Joe, did you just touch my arm? Like Josh? There's I a fucking wall between us. I can't reach through the wall. <laughs> Apparently he had his heads, his arms above his head, and he said it felt like somebody grabbed him on the wrist. And I'm like, Josh, I can't grab you through a wall. I would have been like, Ugh. it was close enough to where I could talk through him through the door because we're like literally right there beside each other almost. But there's a wall dividing us, you know. Yeah, I would have been. I'd been. I would have probably shit my pants. Yeah. If okay. I was your brother, I would have just shit. That house in <laughs> Sykeston, which we can talk about it. It's a lot. It's a lot of shit happened there, and I don't know why. Because it's not a really old house. It was built in the 50s. And 
there's only been a couple of owners, so there can only be so many people, you know what I mean? I don't know if it's where y'all are at or if someone brought something home. I mean, your I mom does like to bring some shit home. I would like to somehow contact some of the, the former residents and say, hey, what the hell happened here? Yeah. Do it. We should definitely do that. So the next thing uh, is there's three things that I can remember, and this happened while I was 16 and 17 years old. I worked at Fisherman's Net. It was an old uh, fish restaurant, and so I basically did everything. I was a cook. I was a drive through I was a busboy. I did orders. I cooked on the line. I put the orders together. Basically, if you were there, you did whatever needed to be done. Okay. So I remember one time being the dishwasher, and I, I looked down the, down the room. Uh, it was a dishwashing area. It was, like, towards the end of the room. It was a long, long room. I looked down there, and I saw somebody come through the door because there was, like, the swinging old, like, restaurant doors. And uh, somebody walked through the fucking refrigerator. What do you mean? They walked through the refrigerator. Oh, you're talking about a fisherman's net. Fisherman's net. They oh. walked through. I thought the, you meant at your house, and I was like, I don't know this story. No, they came through the door, the swinging, like, the old restaurant doors. They came through it, and it looked like a normal person, and they walked through the fucking door, or the, the refrigerator, and they were gone. Yeah. That is creepy. Yep. And then, so the next thing I remember seeing is I was in the bathroom. Everybody had problems in the bathroom. Everybody had stuff that they'd seen because it was in this weird dark hall, like at the very back of the building. And just how to get there was like around a corner and around a corner. Okay. So just real not lit very good. And and so if you're in the bathroom, you could see if somebody's standing on the outside of the door because it has those slat doors. Right. So you can't see in the bathroom, but you can see out. Okay. And so I was, I was using the bathroom, and somebody stood there, and they knocked, right? And I, I was literally, like, finishing, so I was, like, five, like, not even five seconds. And so nobody could have walked away because I didn't hear nobody or anything, and I literally opened the door, and there was nobody there, even though I saw feet and legs, and there was nowhere they could have gone in the time that I reached the door. Hell like, like the literally no, seconds, no, like, no, like no, a two no, seconds no, because I was no. done. The last thing is one of the, the, the best apparitions I've ever seen completely blowed my mind because of how random it was. It was like a 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. I was getting ready for, for lunch. You know, it was, like a, it was like during the week, okay, so it wasn't busy or anything like that. And when I worked there, it was the last two years that they were open, so they closed. They actually closed uh, and didn't tell nobody. So we were like, hey, are you clo-? rumor is that you're closing tomorrow, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, well, okay. thanks. So, anyway, so I was I was doing on the fry line, and I put some fish down or whatever, and I picked it up, and I went to put it in the 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 hot basket, you know, like the line where you get your food from, and put it in the tray or whatever in the plate. And there was this old man. He was in a like a red one of the old like nineteen eighties nineties Coca Cola chairs, and he had a brown jumpsuit on, like old people wear, like those dicky jumpsuits that old like maybe like a mechanic would wear. And he had his legs crossed, and he was smoking a cigarette. And he looked at me, and he smiled real big, and, like, looked very happy, very nice. Like, I got no creepy feeling off it at all. He was very happy. And he smiled at me and fucking vanished, like, poof, into a mist. And I'm like, what in the fuck just happened? I'm like, did I just Whoa. see something? Like, what the hell was that? So the the owner at the time, she was kind of into stuff, and she had a friend that was a psychic and a medium and all that what good stuff. So I told her, I'm like, Cheryl, I just saw this in the in the room in there. And she's like, well, what, what did you see? So I explained to him, like, this old man, he was real nice. He had kind of like a round face. He was kind of thin looking. It had, like, white hair that was kind of pushed back. And just real, real smiley, real, like, 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 just real, like, jovial. Like, I mean, real happy. 
And she's like, holy shit, that's so-and-so. He just passed away like last week, and he loved coming here. That was like his favorite thing to do was come to Fisherman's Net. But he wasn't able to the last couple of months of his life because he couldn't get out. But I described him to the T, and apparently the chair that he was sitting in is the chairs that was in his kitchen at his house, the Coca-Cola chairs. How do you fucking explain that? You can't. That's fucking cool, though. But that was, was so weird. Like, it wasn't scary. There was nothing scary about that. Like, it was happy. Like, I got this happy feeling off of him. You know? Like, maybe he was so happy to be there finally. You know? Maybe. That he was able to come back. He was just he was sitting in the chair, just, just smoking. He's like... Like, I couldn't really see his eyes or anything. But, like, because his face was so smiley that his, like, wrinkles, like, covered his eyes almost, like, mm-hmm. like just looked up at me. I was like, what in the fuck? Like, why did why did he show himself to me? Maybe he didn't I was know. the only person there Maybe in the he kitchen. Just, he was just there. He was just there for, just, just there. Mm-hmm. He was smoking him a cigarette. I don't know. And so, uh, it's just one of the main, that was a, such a, a clear thing that I saw that it just blew my mind, and I don't I know how to explain it. You know, other than that, uh, around the same time, I was like 18, 19, I was just graduated high school. Uh, we had two bulldogs, English bulldogs at the time, and they were both old. And one of them, we think she had cancer. And so she had a rough end of her life, you know, and we had to put her down. Okay. Well, a month later, we put down the other one because he refused to eat. He just stopped eating. And I think he was, he, he died from grief. Okay. That one shook the shit out of me because I did not know that my mom was going to put him down. I thought she was just taking him to the vet. And he was like my favorite dog. So I got, that was a very emotional thing. However, I remember one time I walked into my room about this time period. I was probably 18, 19 years old. And Bully, the dog who had cancer, she was like 10 and a half. Most English Bulldogs don't live past seven. They're not, they don't live very long at all. She was 10 and a half. And I remember she was laying there beside my bed, just laying on the ground like she normally would, and she just vanished. And so right after that, maybe a couple weeks, I have, my room had several windows, and so I'm just looking out the window, and we had an old uh, swimming pool in the backyard. And there goes Buford running around the pool like he normally would, like chasing after a bird or something. Mm-hmm. And this is after both of those dogs have passed several months. Well, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily weird. I mean... A lot of times pets are like family to most people. Yeah, they were still so, around. Yeah. But he was... It's the, like when you... Like, you know how someone can pass and then you could smell like perfume or you can smell mm-hmm. cigarette smoke or something like that just like lingering around? Yep. I wonder if it's like that. Here's a couple of other things that... I don't remember what time period they were, but they were after I graduated, so within like the last 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. But within uh, maybe five plus years ago. So nothing's really happened in the past couple of years, mm-hmm. but this is what have been. I would have been like maybe like twenty to twenty five years old, twenty six years old. Okay, I'm thirty now. Yeah, it's uh, a big difference. Yeah, I was looking in the mirror. I was. I, I, I have this thing about if I use the restroom, I look in the mirror before I leave the room every single time. Doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I go pee, I go look in the mirror afterwards, and then I go I leave the door. And so I looked in the mirror. And in my parents' house, you can see the shower. If you look in the mirror, it's right in the corner of the house. I look, and there's a guy in the fucking shower with his clothes on, smiling. Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. Smiling. He was. There was if nothing. There was we'll nothing scary about. Again, shit. again, like I would. I like to emphasize. There's nothing scary about this guy. Real happy. 
he kind of had like curly, greasy hair, you know, like, like, uh, like a guy like in his fifties, he had kind of stubble kind of like needed a shave and he looked maybe Italian or something, had curly, greasy hair, kind of big guy. He was wearing a bowling shirt, one of those like multicolored striped shirts. And he was just smiling, just smiling, looking in the mirror at me. Yeah, no, that's no. The next one did scare the living fucking shit out of me. Okay. This is one of the only things I've ever been scared of. Like, really, really badly scared. I was laying in bed, and I uh, I was... You know how your eyes focus in the dark? Mm-hmm. In between in between not being able to see and being able to see, you start picking out shapes. Well, uh, right. Okay, and so I'm laying in bed, and I look... I'm looking up, and I kind of look over to my side just a little bit, and this guy is standing there. And he's really tall. He's got blonde hair. Well, he looks military. Okay, he's got dark clothes on, like a flat top, and he's got fucking no eyes, black eyes again. None of these things have eyes. I don't know why. He's standing there looking at me. He's he's standing there looking at me, looking down at me in the bed. And I'm like, what the fuck? What what am I going to do? I can't scream. I can't say nothing. So I just tense up, and I roll to the other side of the bed and look towards the wall. Okay. And by the time I come, I could look back, he's gone. But he's standing there beside my bed looking down. Got military crew cut, dark clothes, maybe like a blue windbreaker or something, something dark, okay? Uh, And he was military, definitely military. Which kind of plays into the next thing that I'm going to say. Me and my brother caught an EVP in the house, and I have a recording that I'm going to play. We, we... We had some weird shit happen, and so we're like, we saw on TV, you can do EVPs. So he stuck his phone out into this, we call it the big room. It's like a utility room that used to be a garage, and it got closed in. And so we stuck it out there, and we left it alone. And we left and went to the other living room, and we came back about 20 minutes later. So we listened to the the audio tape, and there wasn't nothing except one little bitty part. And I'm going to play that. Why I thought maybe the guy might have been military and why this plays to part plays together is because my brother was dating a Vietnamese girl at the time at the time. Mm. Okay. And she was living there at the house with us. Maybe the guy in the EVP and the guy who looked over me military. Maybe he was in Vietnam. Okay. Because what he says in this EVP or whoever says it in the CP EVP is it's not very nice. And we'll play it right now. I'm gonna play it again. So I've played this about a thousand times, and what I can gather it says, and I'm gonna play it with me saying what I think it says over it. Get out of this house. And then it says something else underneath of its breath, and I can't understand what it says, but I'll play it one more time. Get out of this house. And so the only thing that would have happened in between those times that would have even been different is that she was living there and she was Vietnamese. So I don't know if she brought something with her or if she disturbed something and they did not like it. And I think maybe the guy would have been military and he might have been in Vietnam hmm. for him to, for them to not like her because she was a very nice girl, right? There was nothing wrong with her. She was she was I, I really liked her. Okay. So before Susan falls asleep here. Hey, she keeps nodding off. Yeah, her head keeps on. Out. Her head keeps on. I'm, listen, I'm listening. Thank you very much. So I've only got a couple things left. 
Uh, Susan was with me when this one happened. Uh, I was in, we were in the living room sitting on the couch and I kind of got up. I went to go to the kitchen or something, I think, or maybe I was in the kitchen here talking to, I can't, I don't remember exactly. I, here, you I, tell I, it. You tell no, it. I was in the kitchen. Well, what it was is, um, I was in the kitchen. I think I was either pregnant when we were living there or it was before then, but I was in the kitchen messing with something. I happened to just glance over and I saw what looked like the, like just a black figure type thing. Mostly I just saw the legs like from the waist down going towards the back bedroom, I think into your parents' room. Yeah. And then the next thing I know you were like, what? Yeah. Cause and I saw then, it too. Right. And I think you saw it a little bit later, not at the same time though, but I was just briefly in the kitchen. It was just legs, like the bottom half of somebody. Yeah. It wasn't a full figure. It's just like, it's kind of misty black. It was weird. Yeah, just little legs walking across. And I didn't even fully see it. I only caught a glimpse of it. That same hallway, uh, I've seen a fucking look like an animal galloping down the fucking hallway. The only thing I described is my brother has a lab, uh, and she's in North Dakota, so it couldn't have been her. Uh, And these labs like to hop because they're so hyper. They do this hopping thing where they they can't stay still. And that's the only thing it reminds me of is that this, whatever it was, hopped down this hallway. Real fucking weird. Same hallway, my brother, while rounding one of the corners, saw a guy standing there, and he said that he was like a 300, 400-pound guy mm-hmm. standing there. They kind of looked like our friend Scott. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, we've had our, our names called. My mom and dad call us when they're not in the house. Whatever is in there likes to mimic, and so mm-hmm. it does it a lot. Uh, so much so that my brother is in the mil- or was in the military, and he was in Japan, okay? I was sitting on the couch, and I look towards the same hallway, the same exact area we saw the legs at. I look over there. I see my brother in blue jeans and his boot, and he's got a duck hunting jacket on, like a camouflage duck hunting jacket. He has no eyes. He's my brother standing there in the hallway. My brother is in Japan. Extra creepy. I'm almost fucking crying thinking about this because it was so creepy. So we're like, holy shit, did Josh die? That would be probably my first thought. That's what we thought. I thought maybe my brother had died and something something happened to my brother. And I see his ghost standing right here in clothes that he would have wore normally. And it was like during the summer, so I don't know why he had blue jeans and a jacket on. You know. But I saw my brother there with no eyes. Yeah, that would be extra That shook me. I've got fucking tears in my eyes right now saying that. But this thing likes to mimic. It's really, I don't know. But yeah, that's uh, about the 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 gist of my um, my paranormal experiences. I have not really had anything. Oh, well, we can talk about Solomon from last year. Mm-hmm. So last year we we really started. I started getting into the pagan stuff, and so Solomon last year was like the first thing that we celebrated being pagan. Yes, and so we set out the uh, we made um, uh, soul cookies and things like that, and we I left the door unlocked and. And all that good stuff, and we celebrated. And I had a picture of my grandfather on the the counter of this, like, um, not a curio cabinet, but it's like a it's a small one. Mm-hmm. And so the kids couldn't reach it because my son was only like one at the time, and uh, or my daughter she couldn't reach it; she was not tall enough. So we left this picture up there and like a nice little memorial thing, you know, some uh, fall stuff. And I left the cookies up there. The next day, so this would have been November first, we go. And look at the cookies. The cookies have been opened, and they have been moved. 
Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, they have moved, and so I guess Grandpa. Thanks, uh, Grandpa. Yeah, Grandpa got some cookies. So Not we're going to do it again this year uh, and maybe leave some food. I know you're supposed to leave food, but I didn't feel comfortable leaving a plate of food out overnight. Well, hopefully he'll take whatever we give him. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa's not picky, so he would have <laughs> loved fucking cookies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's the, the pretty much the end of my paranormal experiences. I've got a tons of them, and I know I've forgotten some of the things that I've seen over the years just because I've seen so much. So much. I've seen, I know, four full-bodied operations at least in the house. I've seen one at Neelyville. I saw um, the one at Fisherman's Net. But the only thing, like I said, none of them were scary except the guy over my bed, just because he was fucking standing over my bed. I don't yeah, know if he creepy. could have been smiling, but and then the one that looked like my brother. I mean, it was the my one brother. about your brother. The, it was my brother. Like it was, it was exactly the copy of my brother. Yeah, that one's real creepy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. with that, Susan, do you have any other? Nope, I think that's about it. All right. Well, we'll go to the break, and then uh, when we come back, we'll just wrap this up. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks. Welcome back. I'm, I'm happy I got to be able to tell my stories and things like that. I don't talk to it all, talk. I don't talk about them very often to a whole lot of people. Um, I mean, just because I've seen so many, and a lot of people like to call you nuts if you've seen things. The only people who don't believe in spirits or ghosts, and I'm not. And again, I'm not saying that these are ghosts or these are spirits or anything like that. But the only people that don't believe in the paranormal thing are people who have never had paranormal things happen to them. Okay, those are the only people that don't believe that stuff. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying they're ghosts, I ain't saying they're spirits, I ain't saying they're poltergeist or anything weird like that. I'm just saying, hey, I don't know what the fuck these things were, but I saw them with my own eyeballs. I'm a highly, not I'll say highly educated, but I'm a, I'm a historic preservation ma- or major, I'm an archaeology major, and I'm an anthropology major. So I do have some schooling, I got some schooling in me, and uh, so I'm not... I don't want to say not to be taken lightly, but I'm of somebody who has a sound mind to have been able to see these things. Okay. And it wasn't influenced by things we watched on TV because ghost hunters didn't really start coming out until like the mid two thousands. You know what I mean? And most of the stuff had happened before that. So, but yeah, I just, I wanted to say that and I, I do appreciate you listening along. If you have any other ghost stories, or anything like that, be sure to share them on Facebook. I would love to hear them. I know everybody seems like they have a ghost story in our area just because that's the type of culture it is. Everybody's got something to say. So with that, I would like you to check out our Facebook. Hope to be posting more news and more articles, maybe some art. I have a new drawing tablet, and I did post a a picture that I drew uh, of a gnome. So, And that was um, inspired by Ryan Portavillae. He is a nature artist. Most of his stuff was about nature, but in the 1970s, they did a series of gnome-inspired calendars and books and things like that, and I think most most of you might have seen some of the calendars or the books. Uh, really, really cutesy stuff, and I absolutely love it. Some of my favorite things I've ever seen. 
Um, and I remember when I was young, my grandmother, I can't remember if she had it or if my grandmother's sister had it, but she had this table centerpiece that had elves and gnomes or whatever they were, like on toadstools and things. It was like a Lazy Susan type thing. And I don't know if my mom remembers this or even my grandma remembers this, but they had that and it was in the back of her trunk forever. I don't know whatever, why it was in the trunk or, or what, but I remember that kind of inspired my liking gnomes and fairies and elves and things like that. So I'll be posting more art and I love doing art. And so I think the paranormal and the things that we talk about go hand in hand with art. And uh, yeah, we'll just follow her Facebook and whatnot. And I know Susan, she's uh, got a toothache right now, so She's not going to be commenting on the rest of the show. She's headed to bed. So I do want to th- say thank you again, and I hope to be putting out more episodes more frequently. And I do apologize that we have not had an episode in, uh, it seems like a month. It might have been a month. So, again, this is the Nightshade Echo, and this is Ryan signing off. I do appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one.